Good morning. The ANC has retained Ward 37 following yesterday's by-election in Nyanga. The ANC's Leander Nyingwa secured just over 70% of the votes. The percentage poll was 38%. Four political parties, the DA, ANC, EFF and PAC, contested that ward. It became vacant following the death of an ANC councillor. South Africa has urged UN member states to follow in its footsteps by voluntarily dismantling their nuclear weapons. Pretoria dismantled its nuclear bombs in 1994, and President Jacob Zuma led over 30 world leaders at the 72nd session of the UN General Assembly to sign the Treaty on the Prohibition of the Nuclear Weapons. The President used the occasion to call for calm in the Korean Peninsula. We are making a clarion call to all member states of the United Nations to sign and ratify the Ban Treaty in order to rid the world of these lethal weapons of mass destruction. We reaffirm at the same time the inalienable rights of states to peaceful uses of nuclear energy. South Africa is today the biggest and proud producer of medical isotopes used in treatment of cancer patients globally. The Cape Peninsula University of Technology says in spite of the significant fire damage to a building at its Belleville South Campus, its academic program is still going ahead. Police are investigating arson cases after buildings were torched at the CPUT campuses in Belleville and Mowbray. University spokesperson Lauren Cansley says there have been limited disruptions. I mean, we just need to make clear that the protesting students are in the minority. There's definitely been disruptions to mostly students at our Cape Town campus, so there's been some disruptions to the business and management sciences faculty, also to engineering. So that's regrettable, but we will make that time up. We have unfortunately gotten some experience in this over the past three years, and there's already plans afoot to, you know, get um, everybody back into class as soon as possible. But for the most part, people are at their desks and people are in classes. The Gauteng Department of Education says it is probing the death of a 13-year-old boy who was allegedly repeatedly bullied at a school in Benoni in Ekurleni. The boy has died after complaining of severe headaches. Police are waiting for the post-mortem to determine if his death was linked to the injuries sustained during the beatings. Gauteng Education spokesperson Steve Mabona explains. Unless the department you are aware about the incident which led to the death of a boy in that school and we've already conveyed our condolences to the family which is quite a sad incident to have occurred in our space and uh, we are saying we commit to investigate circumstances surrounding the all allegations that were, were put in place because we are saying an investigation will assist us to confirm on what might have transpired. Rescuers in Mexico City are trying to reach a number of people they believe are still under the rubble of a school which collapsed during Tuesday's devastating earthquake. At least 21 children died when the building came down. Many of those remain unaccounted for. The BBC's Arajini Vadyanathan reports. A senior official has told the BBC that rescuers believe that at least three people are still alive and trapped 
in that collapsed school. And rescuers believe that a 13-year-old girl is sheltering underneath a table beneath the rubble. They wouldn't give us any information about her condition, but they say that she is still alive. So the relief operations, the rescue operations are still ongoing here, but of course, as the time moves on, the window for which they can find people alive is diminishing. For Good Hope FM News, I'm Sandra Rosenberg.